Zish Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the host, the goddess for food writing critique, Ever Essence, a.k.a. Ann Christensen uh, from Milwaukee Magazine. And I'm DJ Tariq, a.k.a. the architect of 88.9 on this week's edition of This Bites, we have a lot to talk about this week, including a great piece that ended on diverse dining, really cool uh, series of events. Uh, then we have some news about a uh, uh, great charity that uh, I know Ann and I are big fans of, Teens Go Greens. Wonderland, the River West kind of diner, is back. We also have some uh, new food trucks to talk about. And if you're a fan of Rice Krispie Treats, we have some news for you. And that's all coming up on this week's edition of This Bites. But more importantly, you did a really interesting story on in Milwaukee Magazine about this woman named Emerald Mills and her, her and her group or organization called Diverse Dining. Talk to me about that and uh, what's that all about? What is Diverse Dining and who is this Emerald Mills? Uh, well, Al- Emerald is a, I would call her a local business strategist. Uh, she started out um, in communications and the public health sector, but where she really wanted to be was, um, you know, addressing some things that are going on in our city that, you know, definitely need to be addressed. And it combining two things, two things she really likes food, um, and conversation, healthy conversation about things such as race and diversity those are those are topics that are incredibly important, and they can be uh, like you would say dinner time conversation. They can be a, a time for people to have really important conversations um, while they eat. You know, that's something that you know I think a lot of us are missing right now because we're doing a lot of these things on our own or in really small groups. And when she started doing this. Um, it was there was kind of a test. She thought, well, I'm going to bring a, a bunch of friends together over a meal at this restaurant I really like called Huey out in Wauwatosa, and kind of spring it on them. I, you know, she she told them they were just going coming together for a kind of a social event to try this new restaurant, or what would be to them a new restaurant. But what she really wanted to do was test them and see if this idea of diverse dining, introducing these topics um, while people are eating, um, would be something that could work as a business idea. Um, mm. And they were really into it. Everybody who came to the event were, you know, really, you know, kind of green-lighted it. So she started this organization called Diverse Dining. And uh, it, it, again, and this is pre-COVID, so... The idea is to buy, uh, I guess, a you know reservation at this local restaurant for this event. And for instance, she's had them at the Tandem, at Sherman Phoenix, at Huey, as I mentioned, at many other um, immigrant-run restaurants in town and, and restaurants run by people of color. And um, she organizes, she, she kind of leads the conversation, but sometimes she has guest speakers and sometimes they talk about the history of the food of the restaurant, and they sometimes tackle, you know, pretty, um, you know, sometimes difficult conversations. But they do it in a safe setting, and they do it in a way that everybody has should feel comfortable speaking. 
And um, I think it, I just think it's an awesome idea. Now, when COVID hit, she had to bring everything virtual. So if you go to her uh, Facebook page, um, which is Diverse Dining on Facebook, um, you can find out about some of the virtual events she's been doing since then. I'm really hoping, you know, as we all are, you know, at some point, you know, she'll be able to do these, these events in person again. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, like I said, I think it's an incredible idea. She's really dynamic in the way she's got a ton of energy and really positive person. And I, I just have a lot of respect for her. She's really, she's doing an amazing job with it. Yeah, it sounds like a really. Um, I briefly met her at an event like maybe a couple years ago. Yeah, and I think she was started it off. And I think you know, especially during this these times where social media is uh, kind of the, being divisive, people don't want to even talk anymore. They exactly. just exactly, yeah, they want to just say you're wrong, I'm right, and to have a place to like just have some good food and really have real conversations. No, not like the you know, the family Thanksgiving dinner conversation, but like actually have a res- try to have respectful conversation. Cause I don't think that's right I mean, with the pandemic with social media is going. I think that's all out the door. Like we're all like just at each other's throat. If, if you don't agree with me, then I'm unfriending you. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that really depends on what we're disagreeing on, but it's like some people just unfriend people over the simplest things, you know? Um, but yeah, I think this is really cool. I, I I love what she's doing. So I would love to like, hopefully the pandemic is over and she can get back to that. But, you know, people are doing some really interesting things virtually now where you can pick up your dinners and have those conversations on Zoom. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm all over it. And when it's in, okay, so it's, the story is in the October issue, but it's now on our website, milwaukeemag.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was photographed at Upstart Kitchen, which is a really interesting incubator in town. Yes. Um, where, you know, dining startups are able to get their, um, you know, get, have a place where they can, um, create the concept that they want, that they are working on, you know, their dining concept. Mm -hmm. And, um, so in the photo, she's, she's, um, pictured with two different or samples from two different restaurant incubators. One of them is called Taste of Africa and the other is, um, Mr. Barbecue. So, um, I think, and you and I just sort of talked about this off air that we'll, we're going to talk about upstart kitchen at some point. Um, yeah. Maybe do a little get the, with someone there because I think that's a, that's a great, uh, yeah. a great resource too. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation on this bites with a uh, charity, a really cool, interesting uh, benefit from the uh, nonprofit teens grow greens. That's coming up on this bites. We'll be right back. Milwaukee will decide this presidential election. In a state that cast nearly 3 million ballots this last election, it came down to just 23,000 votes. So Milwaukee can decide the state. And our state's 10 electoral votes are the most important in the country. So Milwaukee is the most important city in the country in this election. So your vote could decide the election. So vote. If you have questions about anything, go to RadioMilwaukee.org slash vote. Radio Milwaukee is on a mission. And if you're here to discover new perspectives on music in Milwaukee, then you're on a mission too. Join today to support the programming you love. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart. 
We're back. Milwaukee's Culinary Podcast, This Bites, and myself, Tariq, continue our conversation with a great nonprofit organization called Teens Grow Greens. Um, they have a, a benefit kind of inspired by Chopped coming up to benefit the program, what they do. And uh, for those who are not familiar with Teens Go Greens, uh, there's a really program to get youth in, to know about where their food comes from, but also it builds skills for later in life, like leadership skills. So they get to like grow plants, farm, they know about cooking, really great organization for, for young people in our city. Um, but they have a benefit, Anne, uh, which is inspired by the, 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 the show Chop. What's the details about that? So the benefit is the Teens Grow Green Chef's Dinner Chopped Edition, and that's going to take place uh, on Thursday, October 22nd at 6 o'clock. So uh, at this event, three teen celebrity chef teams will create and cook a meal, each with the same secret ingredient, while viewers at Mm -hmm. home watch and then vote on winners based on the plating and presentation. Um, And viewers can also cook alongside uh, the teams while they're at home by registering, pre-ordering, and picking up a mystery ingredient box from Outpost Natural Foods. So it's kind of an interesting concept. And the celebrity chefs um, include Jesus Gonzalez of Zocalo Food Park and Mazorca Tacos. And he's going to be partnering with a 16-year-old named Alex. And um, the two owners of Meat on the Street, Alexa and Matt Alfaro, um, they are going to be partnering with a 15-year-old named Kyla. And um, Jarvis Williams, who um, was once the chef for Carnivore, um, he's uh, going to be partnering with a chef, or a young chef, I should say, mm-hmm. by a young budding chef um, by the name of Jose, who's 15 years old. So yeah. uh, I don't know. This sounds really fun. Yeah. And here's a little, here's a little secret. I know the secret ingredients. Secret ingredient? I know what they are. <laughs> you know why I know what they are? Because yeah. apparently there's some guy, really dashing, attractive, single guy, uh-huh. who's uh, the co-host of this event. He's like a genius, brilliant. Um, I don't know. I, I just I don't know why he's single. I have no idea why this guy is single. He's just the most. I I I admire him so much. I don't know either. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like he's just a fabulous guy. Yeah. And that guy happens to be me. I'm the co-host of this event, Ann, <laughs> along with Sherry Tron. Yeah. Uh, so we actually recorded all this already. I can't tell you the secret ingredients. You have to wait. But the the the, the kids are amazing. Um, I know one of them wants to have a Jamaican patty truck working. Ooh. He's been making Jamaican patties. Nice. Um, so there's some really, it's a really fun event. Alexa, I was teasing Alexa and um, Jesus uh, about like they were making their ingredients. I'm like, hey, where's the cookbook? I know you did a cookbook with this. And like, so it was, it was fun. Fun doing that, uh, recording that event over at, uh, well, I can't tell you. I'll just leave it at that. I can't, I want to no, leave it you for. Gotta, right. You yeah. need to um, try to, you know, just not reveal too much. No. So again, it's October 22nd at 6 p.m. Virtually. The way we do things now. Yeah. So, great, great nonprofit. Teen, teens Grow Greens. I love that place. They do yeah, some amazing work too. in Milwaukee. Uh, next, we're going to go. We're going to go, go, go. Wonderland, that really cool River West Diner, has been uh, closed since the beginning of this pandemic. And as far as uh, being a River Western myself, I was sad 
very, very sad. Yeah. Up until this week, Wonderland is back. But kind of, they have pivoted into, I hate that term, pivoted, (laughs) hated. But you used Uh, it. I, I can't give me another give me another term that I can use. I don't know. Twirl. They twirled. Wonderland twirled. Switched. Spun Switched. around. I don't know. Uh, Wonderland is now Wonderland a go go. So they have basically created a kind of more pan. Is it pandemic friendly? No, I don't like that term. Social distantly friendly <laughs> restaurant. Of course, they're located at 732 East Burley, and um, so they basically have transformed the restaurant to be more suited. For these new, for this new normal, um, so they spaced out their place, carry out all that kind of stuff, uh, and according to a uh, story in on Milwaukee, they have some uh, new items on the menu, including a corn dog, a Cajun corn dog uh, that features a smoke and dewy sausage in mm, a crunchy sweet cornmeal breading with a side of Cajun Dijon dipping sauce. Uh, they also have potato chip nachos. Uh, so get this, this, these nachos is just cheese overdosed, right? Mm-hmm. Munster, Gruyere, bechamel, scallions, pickled onions, and a side of blue cheese sauce on top of that. Wow. Uh, then you can add up, you can add other things in there like bacon, pork belly, tofu. Um, and then they have, uh, they completely reworked their wings, which are amazing as is, but they now confit their wings in duck fat to make them tender, then flash sauce and dust it with their house dry rub or chili coffee dry rub. There's also tofu wings for those vegan folks or vegan curious folks. Uh, then they have their sandwiches, uh, Cubana or tofu bana, ham and cheese, tuna melt. They even have a bon mean. I don't remember they had a, did they have a bon mean before? I, I don't, don't think they did. Know. Yeah. I don't know if they did. So they're back as of this week. So River Westers have another option in our neighborhood, which is fantastic. Mm. Take that, Bayview. That's a nice little walk for you, too, by the way, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a decent walk. It's probably the same walk for me if I go to uh, the River West Co-op, same, opposite direction. Okay. So it's about the same, about a quarter mile, maybe a little less than a quarter mile, I'm guessing. Next, uh, we got a couple of food trucks to talk about. First food truck we're going to talk about is Heirloom Milwaukee. Really interesting uh, food truck. Uh, according to Journal Sentinel, they basically local sourced all their foods. They want to support local farmers, and their menu is not the typical food truck menu. And mm-hmm. like it's a it's a really fancy food truck menu. Um, it's a I think it's a husband and wife team, and the heirloom the name heirloom is inspired by part by their parents, who are gardeners who save seeds from season to season. Um, so that's according to the journal Sentinel. But the menu, man, the menu is yeah. just like that looks good. Really nice, right? Yep. So let's start, let's start with the appetizers. Let's name some appetizers here. They got, you know, you know, cheese curds, right? But they have roasted jalapeno ranch or roasted tomato jam with them. This is the thing I liked. Royal eggs. Breaded and fried egg white, deviled egg filling microgreens, fried chicken rind, and everything bagel topping. And they use Yuppie Hill Farm Fresh Eggs. Again, they're using local stuff. The cheese curds come from Clock Shadow Creamery. So they list everywhere they get their main ingredients from, which is kind of really cool. Uh, they have a burrata. I know you love burrata, don't you, I, Anna? I like burrata cheese, yeah. Yeah. So it's house-made with a, a arugula, 
Yeah. Heirloom tomato salad, honey, truffle oil, grilled baguette. This is coming out of a food truck, Ann. I know. Isn't that amazing? So the cheese comes from Grand Cheese Mozzarella. Grand Cheese Mozzarella Curd It's where it's from. Uh, they also have fries. They have different types of fries. They have regular fries with sea salt, remoulade. Then they have spicy fries with a house spice blend, cucumber dill dipping sauce. And they have house-made dipping sauces from chipotle aioli, roasted garlic aioli, tomato jam, and others. Um, sandwiches. Of course, you can't have a food truck without sandwiches, right? So they have a hamburger. Wisconsin's meadow grass-fed beef. So it's local beef. They have Car Valley cheddar, lettuce, tomato, o- onion, house sauce, and on a brioche bun. They even have a fried chicken, which comes from Bell and Evans Organic Chicken, free-range chicken. Um, that's also on a brioche bun. Then they have a hot dip fried chicken, kind of, I guess this one's kind of inspired by Nashville-style chicken. No, oh, they have braised beef ribs, blackstrap molasses, smoked jalapeno cheddar polenta. Pol- Jesus, Wow. And then it's also from Wisconsin Meadows, grass-fed beef. Um, You can swap out the beef for portobello mushrooms to make it vegan if you want that. Then they have crab cakes as well. And then uh, they have a Friday fish fry uh, with a rotation of local brewery beer for battered cod. So they switch out the beer for their um, fish each week, I guess. So they're located at near the Fermentorium Breweries, Wauwatosa's Barrel House at 6933 West North Avenue, and sometimes also at West Alice Farmer's Market. Yeah. They also do other kind of roving events. Um, so I think it's, you know, follow them on Instagram because you'll definitely find out some of those locations there. Yeah. So that really is an interesting food truck. Heirloom Milwaukee is the name of that one. Uh, before we get in the second uh, um, food truck, we're going to close out the second food truck later. I want to cover something about, you know, this year's been bad, right? 2020 is terrible, um, bitter. But you know what makes a little, what little helps 2020? It's the comfort of Rice Krispie Treats, right? Don't you love Rice Krispie Treats, Ann? You know, they, they are so satisfying, aren't they? Yeah, they just make a, they just help to make you feel a little bit better in this year. Uh, and speaking of Rice Krispie Treat, Carrie's Krispies, been around for a while, like you can get them different like locations, have recently opened a, a brick and mortar location in West Alice. Yeah. At 7133 West Beecher Street. It's Beecher Street, right? I believe so, yeah. Uh, where you can like get all their rice treatment flavors. They also have coffee, tea, cream city caramels, other 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 delectable, tasty sweet treats available at their location. Um, but I was really impressed. Like, I didn't realize how many flavors they had, right? They have, I'm looking at a website. I don't know if they're going to be all available at their store, but they have like raspberry, chocolate reaper, which is like a chocolate with the reaper pepper. Spicy. So I'm definitely getting you that one. Wow. So we're going to try that one. They we'll order some. cake. They have. Gender reveal. I so they have a whole gin reveal thing yeah. for that kind of thing. If you're interested, habanero berry. So there's they have a thing about spicy going on here. Turtle candy, key lime, puppy chow, scotcheroo, s'mores, poppin' cotton candy. They have a lot of flavors. But yeah, so they're open. Brick and mortar store. Get your rice crispy treats on. Uh Carrie's Krispies. Another uh we've covered a lot of husband and wife teams today. On this bites. A cute building too. It's like turquoise colored. Yeah. Kind of 
shaped like a Rice Krispie treat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next stop, we have a, a, a relatively new restaurant called Little Havana Express. This is a uh, over at um, Urban Milwaukee, a Cuban restaurant located in Franklin at 7119 South 76th Street. Uh, the restaurant opened back in September. Um, and they serve, of course, the iconic Cuban sandwich. They have other items on there. Typically, according to the story, they go through 80 to 100 pounds, 80 to 100 pounds of pork daily. It also includes plates of roasted pork, ground beef, roasted chicken, empanadas. Um, they also have a chicken sandwich, polio, tropical, which is a roasted chicken breast, marinated in garlic, and mojo sauce. I love mojo sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's so good. Uh, so, yeah. That's available if you're into needs your you need a Cuban sandwich fix. And their hours are Tuesday through Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. with limited dine-in seating. But they also offer carry-out. And to close out is our second food truck of uh, this bites. It's the second food truck that's open at the Zocalo Food Truck Park as of yesterday. It's called Modern Maki. It's a food truck. Uh, according to On Milwaukee, um, they're going to have uh, sushi burritos. Have you had a sushi burrito, Ann? I don't think I've ever had a sushi burrito. They're good. I love them. They're like the best thing in the world. They're like the best of both worlds. Ooh, right? Okay. Right? It's like perfect. You get like a big bite of sushi in your hand. You know, like it's great. Um, but they have hand rolls. I love hand rolls. Maki, yeah. nigiri, sashimi, sashimi, and they have ramen as well. Um they have a signature uh, sushi dish called Crunchy Munch, spicy crab, avocado, topped with shrimp, eel sauce, mayo, tempura flakes. They have a Mexican roll, yellowtail, cilantro, jalapeno, topped with white tuna, ahi tuna, and avocado. They have sushi burritos. They have a hot flaming burrito, spicy salmon, spicy crab, eel, avocado, and spicy hot flaming crunch. That, that sounds really tasty. Mm-hmm. I want to deliver. Available at the Zocalo Food Truck Park. Have you been getting more deliveries? Like food delivered a lot? I have, but I've been on a cooking trip again. I've I been cooking. Yeah. I bought a new pan. Yeah, yeah. I bought a carbon steel pan. Ooh. Yeah, so carbon steel is kind of like iron, like cast iron, but lighter, right? Yeah. And I kind of like it. So I got I got some rockfish. Whole Foods was selling rockfish. So I'm going to blacken some rockfish. Never had rockfish. They said it's really tasty. Similar to it on sale. odd, isn't it? I guess, but I think it says more flavorful than okay. cod. Okay, yeah. So I got, I got, I got my blackened seasoning, and I got some butter and lemon. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna blacken it. I never had it, so we'll see what becomes of it. Are you doing that tonight? I'm gonna do that for lunch, probably later. Okay. Yeah, but I do want that flaming burrito. Yeah. I mean, if they deliver, I do it for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll find out. Well, that wraps up this bites and. Uh, this Bites is edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. Listen, find us on Spotify, NPR, Stitcher, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback's important. Please rate and review. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the Malord cold. 